Today we have the opportunity to reflect on uh, this relationship between Jesus and Peter, uh, that Jesus established the office, the Petrine office, and he conferred on um, Peter this office, the specific role of being the leader of the apostles. So uh, it's not by mistake that there's this reflection today in the gospel and a, and a counter reflection in Isaiah, the first reading, about the, the stewardship, um, that this, this idea of holding the keys. And if you know anything about the, the Petrine ministry, the, the papal ministry, um, it's often associated with that symbol of the key. So Jesus is the king. He's the king of the, 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 king of the universe, as we celebrate in uh, November. And he has invested someone with a stewardship, this, this idea of someone who can be the living voice or the vicar of Christ here on earth and his absence. So this role that Peter has been given by his confession in the gospel today is not a temporary uh, thing, but it's a stable office that's established in this, in this gospel passage. That when Peter dies, uh, another shall rise up to take that place. And this is a, a deeply held Catholic belief. Um, it's been a Christian belief in the beginning that there's always been a leader of the apostles and that, that uh, title we now call the Pope. So the office of steward was a normal part of the Israel kingdom. The, the kingdom of Israel had kings, and then they also had a steward. In the absence of the king, the steward could uh, do decisions and make decisions on behalf of the king. So if we look at the scriptures and we look at the popes, there's been lots of good stewards and lots of bad stewards as well. So there, there, there's a, a reality that um, not all the popes have been great, and not all the, the, the uh, popes have been bad. There have been some really great ones and some ones that kind of struggled to, to do great things for the kingdom of God, you might say. Now, the church, um, Jesus says today that the church will not be overcome by hell. So basically we recognize there will always be the church here on earth. It will always have the guardianship of, of the Holy Father and the, the bishops in union with him. Uh, but what he doesn't say is that the popes will always be perfect, or that they will uh, always be liked, or that they will always be good administrators, or that they will always make all the right decisions all the time. So often, uh, popes have been challenged to make decisions or deal with divisions or calamities in the world or the, the, the problems of the earthly kingdom. So they are here to guide us, to help us, but of course we recognize their ministry is complicated and difficult and we might not always agree with them. So this is the third, first part of the homily. is basically say, yes, the, the, the office of the Pope is, is a real thing, and we believe in, in it as Catholics. And secondly, I would say that there's been a, a challenge that I've noticed as, as I've been a priest for 10 years, and the Pope that's been the Pope that whole 10 years has been Pope Francis. And I would say that there's been a small segment of Catholics who are sometimes vocal in their, their saying that Pope Francis is not a real pope. He's not really a pope. He, because of the things he says or does or whatever, he's not really in the Petrine office. So I hear murmurings of that at times, or you can go on YouTube and find all kinds of theories about why that might be the case. And um, you might say, well, why, why is that? What, what, where's that coming from? Well, I think it's a common temptation for any of us when we find ourselves under a leader that we struggle with or that we don't like or we don't prefer or we don't agree with. And so I think it's just kind of one of those things that it comes up not just with the papacy, but don't we do the same thing with our presidents? Or don't we do the same thing with, with our pastors or whoever, right? Whoever's above us, 
uh, there's this temptation at times to say, well, I don't really like this guy, so how can I delegitimize their, their office? And so we start to make plots or ideas of why we don't need to listen to them. And this is a very tempting thing, right? We try to find ways to get around this ob obedience or this homage that we uh, are meant to offer to a certain office. So Francis, he, he, Pope Francis is our, our Holy Father. He was duly elected, and to say otherwise is really to undermine, and I would say to, to go against that communion of the body of Christ. Now, admittedly, conservative Catholics, Catholics that sort of tend towards more conservative values and so forth, may struggle with Pope Francis's stewardship at times. It has been challenging, perhaps. Uh, he has a different emphasis than the predecessors that came right before him. But on church teachings, he's always reaffirmed the, the, the teachings of the church. He hasn't always chosen to enforce those things clearly and clarify confusions or correct errors that are going on in the church. Um, I think, you know, for various reasons perhaps, I think he wants to emphasize trying to reach out to the margins, trying to be um, in dialogue with the world. We're all a product of our time and upbringing and circumstances. And I think we look at Pope Francis, it's no different, right? He's a product of, of where he comes from. And the Holy Spirit has allowed Cardinal Borgoglio to become our elected Holy Father. So he's striven to be a man who reaches out to the peripheries, uh, to be an advocate for peace, encouraging good stewardship of God's creation. While these may not be our values or our personal favorite priorities, the Holy Spirit has allowed the, the Holy Father to become the steward of his earthly kingdom. So there's room, of course, as, in, as any leadership position over us, there's always room for critique, right? To express our struggles, to express our frustrations, to express what we may struggle with. But at the end of the day, Pope Francis is our Pope. He's the guy who, who God chose, or at least allowed, to take up that office. So how do we stay in union with him? How do we stay with him as our Holy Father? He is the voice of Christ here on earth. He has taken up that Petrine ministry. So in due respect and deference or obedience to our Holy Father on matters of faith can be challenging at times. True obedience though, offers us this opportunity, I think, to kind of wrestle with this idea of what is obedience? When it's easy, obedience, we don't really need it, right? It's, we only need it when it's hard, when it's difficult, when it's a challenge for me to stay in union. And those are, those are the times when I really need to be obedient is when I'm struggling. So if I'm putting all my cards on the table, I'd say I have struggled at times with Francis. He, he gives all these um, interviews on planes, and every time he goes somewhere, I'm like, oh, no, what's he going to say? And people are going to come to me and say, what is this all about? Or what does he mean by that? And sometimes I really don't know, you know? But... I think it's just kind of his way of entering in, saying, hey, I'm willing to talk. I'm willing to, to dialogue. I'm willing to hear what people have to say. What do you struggle with? Let's talk about it. So he's a little bit more loosey-goosey in that regard, and that's just something we have to accept. He's the Holy Father. He's, that's how he's choosing to do his ministry as the steward of Christ. So even though we may struggle, and I've struggled at times, I've never wavered from this knowledge that he is the Holy Father. He is my... Uh, my Pope, and I need to be uh, able to pray for him and to try to stay in union with him. So, it is a struggle to be obedient when I struggle to accept that authority over me. 
And that's probably, again, when I need obedience the most is when it's a struggle for me. And it's probably most impactful for my own salvation if in those moments I can choose to say, even though I don't really prefer this guy or I don't prefer his uh, emphases or I don't really like the way he, he goes about things, he's my superior and I need to be obedient to that. And so how do I lay that down? I think if we can do that, there's a way in which God works through our obedience in those kind of situations for our salvation, for our sanctification. It's good for us to find at times this place where I kind of have to wrestle and say, okay, even though I don't prefer this, I need to be, I need to sub submit to this because it's not like he's asking me to do something against the faith. So to believe that that's part of God's plan for me, to trust that God is working through that. If we look back into Genesis, you remember in Genesis chapter 3, we see that the serpent comes in and starts to uh, suggest different ideas, right? He's, he's very sneaky about the way he kind of creeps in and starts to make little uh, suggestions to Eve about why they shouldn't trust God. And I think we can see that in our world today when people try to delegitimize the Holy Father or the church or different ways that that's done. And we have such easy access to that nowadays with YouTube and all the things that people are on the line saying different things. We can easily get kind of caught up in that, right? Instead of saying, my duty is to say, how do I stay in union with Christ and his church? How do I stay in union with the Holy Father? We can easily start to say, well, I don't want to be in union, and I'm going to find a way not to be. So charity, uh, obedience, is always harder than just kind of going our own way. But in the end, that's what keeps us with Christ. That's what keeps us in the church. That's what keeps us on the track towards salvation. So can we reaffirm that Jesus established the Petrine ministry, the, Pope, the papacy, to be his representative on earth. And he has a special office to bring unity in the church. And that office continues. And the current Holy Father and holder of that office is Pope Francis. So let's pray for our Holy Father. He has a tough job. He has a difficult job. Uh, and let's str strive to remain in union with him. Even if it's a challenge for us. Even if it's stretching us. It's not always a bad thing to have that experience of being stretched. So today we ask the Lord to help us. Help our Holy Father. Uh, to remain united to Christ um, in, in this area of the papacy.